Hello and welcome to another episode of the New Grad Radio podcast, the podcast which follows the experiences of a new graduate nurse starting in the intensive care unit. So the theme of today's today's podcast is sort of a little bit more of a somber mood than than, than other podcasts. Um, as you know, like I'm I'm really wanting to share most of my experiences from starting in the ICU straight from uni. Uh, and that's going to include, you know, the highs and then what today is, is going to be more of one of the lows. Um, it was just a, just a monster of a day. Um, and it ended to the point where I was supposed to put my patient out to discharge it. Well, it was supposed to be 1.30 to start with. The ward ended up pushing it back to 2.30 and then um, it was all set to go for 2.30. And it got, and it got to like 3.25 where I, I finished at 3.30 and it's just... Even with everyone else's help, I've needed to, to hand over to another nurse just to be able to go and hand down to the ward. It was just, it was just a mess towards the end, <laughs> and it's and it, it is definitely more on my side than things. So, the the basic breakdown of my day, it it all sort of just spiraled from the start of my shift. So, for me, I, I like to have an absolute tidy workspace. Whether I spend the beginning of my shift, apart from doing, you know, safety checks and, um, you know, assessing my patient very thoroughly before I do anything. I also like to have my, my workspace to be super clean. I like things to be in the exact order that I like it. So I spend a bit more time than, than probably what my others may spend at the beginning. Because I know that setting yourself up right from the very start is going to be setting yourself up for success. Um, so normally I spend the first, you know, solid five to ten minutes making sure all the drawers are all stocked up, ready to go. The things are in the area that I like it to be. Um, so when I'm in my, my, in my bed space looking after my patient, then it's all set to go for the day. Um, but this morning, it just it started off just all wonky from the start. So I've gone in there all on time, started to take handover. As I'm in the middle of handover with the night nurse, all the specialist teams start coming in as, as they too, but... Today, just sort of be like team after team after team. So already my, you know, the handover is getting prolonged. The nurse needs to go off and start her day, um, you know, going off and doing a few errands that she needed to do this morning. Um, so she's sort of pushing to try to get out of there as well. But on the other hand, I'm really needing to make sure I'm getting the information I need to start my shift. Um, the antibiotics that were due at 7 o'clock, and 7 o'clock is when, you know, you, you start your shift, so... Um, if I'm the nurse sort of looking to, to hand over, I might have tried to crack on a few of those andies before I rocked onto my shift. But, you know, I, I, can't, I can't blame anyone for anything, so that's fine. So I've noticed that andies are due um, now about 40 minutes into my shift where after finally dealing with the ends of the, the circula- circulations of, of the doctors asking questions, um, I can then, you know, I've, I've been taught from day one to be, making sure answers are given like right on time. So I've probably done something. I've, I've done it completely wrong and I completely acknowledge. So I've gone in, the first thing I'm done, I'm just like, look, I need to crack onto these anti- antibiotics. Um, so I've given the antis, um, then noticed obviously, you know, you need to check all your, your rights and everything worked out okay, which I did, checked allergies, that's cool. Um, and it was just, yeah, you know, giving medications without... You know, doing a full assessment is not something that I ever believe in. I think I just sort of felt a bit pressured to try to get the, the medications in super quick. 
you know, because the education wise, I just I need to do it apparently. So I can understand why, but I think if I'm going to do it again, like I, no matter how much longer I'm going to be giving those antis, I need to do my full safety inspection and and you know medicate and sort of a patient assessment first before I give anything. Um, so I'm a bit a bit peeved at myself for doing that. So it's not something I'll I'll try to ever do again. Um, so anyway, so I've, I've performed my safety checks and during my safety check. I've noted that the the emergency oxygen, which you keep on the on the sides of the wall, it was down to like less than a quarter. So, you know, it wasn't hadn't been running at all. So it was down to that. So that's something else. You know, I needed to prioritize like immediately. So already, I'm an hour behind on everything. So that's another thing you got to go and you know change the safety the safety bottle. So the oxygen's been changed. Um, so this is all before even doing any assessments and any checks. Um, so finally ended up being in my, the, you know, the, the, anyway, so I've done all the checks. That's all cool. Going to get onto my safety. Um, so my patient assessment, started my patient assessment, everything sort of around the area of, of where I would like it to be. Um, and then, you know, noticing the, the work, I'm still getting used to this buddy work list. The work list is, is almost demoralizing in a way when it starts to, to pack on. So when it ticks over from, it'll be, you know, seven o'clock is when these antis were due. Um, it will say like 7.30 to do your, you know, bed safety check and everything. And then eight o'clock, I've seen it tick over to that eight o'clock mark. And there's just been a flood of new things come on put to that work list. So, you know, I've got an idea of what sort of things I wanted to prioritize first because there was a ton of meds also due at eight o'clock. So, it seems as if I just smashed out those antis that are all up there running now. Just finished my my assessment. Haven't put any of those into the into the computer yet, and then all of these other things are due. So it sort of felt like things were just sort of piling up and piling up. And thankfully, at that stage, one of the other nurses who was put as a spare for their shifts, which I experienced a few nights ago for my or a few days ago for myself. Um, so I was just really wanting to utilize them to sort of catch back up on track. So finally catching back up a little bit um, and then the nurse next door needs to go off and, and run something else so then I get the handover about their patient so I can start looking after them while she's away um, and at that stage the nurse who was in my room got called away so now I've sort of got to catch up on those things that, that I've sort of delegated that I need to go back and fix up on that while also making sure I can take care of the, the patient next door safely so it's so easy for time to slip away as a new grad or just anyone new starting to the ICU. And I'm sure this is going to be the same in like most ward settings or any other specialties, the time management side of things. And for me, like I know that I want to prioritize before anything is make sure that my patient is okay. So I'm a firm believer of, you know, ABCs are intact. Well then, okay. Like, you know, they're still got a pain their way. They're still breathing. They're still got a pulse, so air's coming in and blood's going round and round. So, you know, other than that, that that's my main priority. But then on top of that, you know, getting medications in on time. And then you've got all the other things that come along to specifics of the ICU. So, you know, you're aspirating your nasogastric tube, you're, you know, flushing your unused, you know, central lines to make sure that they're remaining patent. Um, you know, making sure you're doing, anyway, so it's, it's all of these things, you know, eye and mouth care as well comes up every couple of hours. So 
needing to make sure that they're, they're all things that do need to be done, but it's just a matter of knowing, you know, what things really need to be doing, uh, need to be done first. And that, that has been taking some time to be fair. And still like even some of the, the skills that I've learned, um, you know, it still takes time and already when I'm a bit behind and I've asked for help and people are helping me throughout the day. And as I sort of said in one of the last podcasts, you know, that's one of the biggest skills of a, of a new grad starting off in ICU is the ability to sort of leave your, leave your ego at the door and just to accept their help because it's so easy for things to really spiral out of control. Um, so you need to be asking for help if, if you really need it because it's not about you know you feeling silly or anything. It's about the, the safety of, of your patient and making sure that everything's getting done you know, in a decent time frame. So anyway, so ended up having a quick morning tea, come back, still catching up on some things, finally been given a time for discharge. It was at 1.30. By this stage, I still needed to do two new skills that I have never done before. One of them was removing uh, a pick line. So I've, I've cared, I have, I've, to be fair, like I've never even cared for a pick line before. So that's your peripheral inserted uh, central catheter. Um, so anyway, I've, I've known about, you know, what was running into my pick lines, but I never actually, you know, removed one. So I needed to get another person to come and help me with that. So I've removed it. So that's a new skill. It's awesome. So I know how to do that one for next time, going through, you know, had reading the guideline first, going to get all the equipment for myself and, and removing it. So I feel comfortable for doing that one again. Um, but there's also another one which, because of the time crunch, I wasn't just able to do. So I've had to offload that to someone else. Uh, and then all of a sudden, now it's about, you know, the, it got delayed. Um, I, I was all ready to go for like a 1.30 discharge. I've got everything all sorted, kind of. I've had to wait for doctors to chart up some things. Uh, and then it got postponed from the ward's end. So I got a little tiny bit of a reprieval. So I had between, what was it, like one twenty and one thirty is when I snuck in a, a little tiny lunch break. Uh, and then there was just, by the time I got back, there was even more things that the doctors have said that I needed to sort of do. So, And all these other medications, you know, ready to go before we went to the ward. And, you know, the PCA pump, which was running fentanyl, needs to be changed over to oxycodone. So you need to go off and be able to go and get the keys and go draw that one up. It was just one of those afternoons where it just seems like everything just hit. Um, and even with the assistance of two other nurses helping me as well, it was just got to the point there where because I'm on an eight-hour shift, I've had to hand off to another nurse to then go down and, and there. I think that's the reason I'm feeling a bit defeated as well is because I've, I've cared for this patient throughout my shift. I've I've known sort of what's going on all day and I feel a bit, you know, as if I've let, you know, the patient down a bit by not being able to go to and, and finish off my shift by, you know, discharging that patient to the ward. So, but as everyone has been saying, you know, like I've, I've done the best I possibly could today for, for me, I guess. Um, I've asked for help when I've needed help. Um, and in terms of the, the biggest saying that everyone's been saying in the ICU is that it, it is a, the ICU is a 24 hour service. So, if you haven't finished anything on your shift, um, well then, you know, it, it still needs to be done. So you need to be able to hold off when the next nurse is going to come in and do it. I just know how I felt today when I took on the patient. I felt almost behind from the start. So I know that the, the last thing that I would ever want to do is to make anyone else sort of feel that way. 
within my within my power. So I like to try to keep my um, drawers all stocked up as full as possible and everything. But even today, like it just it just didn't happen by the time I was discharging my patient. So I guess that's why I feel a bit flat. I guess it's because you know you're starting in a new spot, you're starting in an ICU. You feel absolutely. I feel super privileged just to be here to to be given this opportunity to be in this absolutely amazing ICU that I absolutely love turning up to work each day. And um, I just feel like you, you do feel like you've got something to prove um, because you are new uh, and you just want to fit in and you want to be doing the team proud. So anyway, sorry for a bit of a, a bit of a somber mood today, but you know, I think it is just sharing that, you know, it is normal to feel a bit, I feel a bit flat and feel a bit low at times. And I just know I'm going to have a, a nice, sort of relaxing sort of night I'll have some you know have some nice dinner do some foam rolling and tomorrow night I'm gonna have my very first ever night shift so that should be should be a podcast and should be an interesting session in itself so have an awesome afternoon guys and I'll catch you next time